to another edition of State Champs Hang Time. This is the second version of the show. If you noticed last time we did it, we're kind of doing some experimentation. We were in the studio. Now we brought it inside the comfy confines of the podcast room here at State Champs. You notice some new graphics on your screen, uh, or you could be listening to this on SoundCloud. Uh, but the bottom line is uh, we've got a show. It's going to be a little bit uh, more concise. We're going to kind of uh, get our opinions in, give you a 40-minute show, something along those lines, and uh, we'll be doing it each and every week. I'm joined by T.J. Kelly, our State Champs Insider, Scott Bernstein, of course, uh, writing for State Champs, Jeff Dulac, who handles our social media for State Champs. I'm Lauren Plant. Uh, how you doing, guys? Good. Good. Doing, what? doing great. Doing great. Looking forward to 40-degree weather this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And let's see if, like see if your rankings can uh, hang uh, for at least one week. Yeah. I'll tell you yeah, what yeah, I like about, is on. <laughs> what I like about this time of the year is that you know, we're really into the into the the heart of the basketball season yeah. and this is when all the transfers get eligible right. so you know you're not seeing teams that are missing two or three major parts every every team is at full strength right now you know minus any injuries that I'm that I'm unaware of right. and you know we get to really get an idea of what these teams look like going towards the finish line no doubt about it. They've kind of uh, been able to work themselves out. You know, as a word, they've gone through the holiday tournaments. They've had plenty of practice time. It's time to get it on. And you get in the divisions uh, and the division. Get in the conference play. Yeah, yeah, conference play and everything that's happening. So I do want to, uh, first off the bat, just let you guys know that this uh, podcast is presented by BCAM. You can uh, follow the Basketball Coaches Association Michigan at BCAM.org. Actually, a lot of good information there camps, clinics, uh, you know, Mr. and Miss Basketball information, past winners, which is always fun to kind of look yep. over the list. Right. And see who's won. Uh, obviously, of course, our presenting sponsor is Hungry Howie's. Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. Go to doughraiser.com. It's great for fundraising for your event, for your team, for your school. And I do want to remind people out there, if you're watching this right away, that uh, the Detroit Athletic Club hosts their annual male and female uh, Athlete of the Year awards. Uh, we present the show. We do a show on Fox Sports Detroit. Uh, it's basically where we honor the best of the best. These are athletes who are first team all staters, uh, those who uh, do well in school, 3.0 GPA or better. Do maybe do a little uh, community involvement, has some leadership that go on. Uh, last year, uh, Steve Mann of Detroit Country Day he was a baseball player, now football at player at Duke now. Uh, and uh, the uh, fine uh, softball player Megan from Bobian. from Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central who will be throwing for Michigan this year as a freshman. I imagine she'll be on the mound. Those were our champions last year. Cassius Winston won a couple of years yep. ago uh, along with Kaiser Gondrazek. The first Is she still at Michigan? She's she at left, West, right? She's at West Virginia now. Yeah, West, she's at West yeah. Virginia. Yeah. First I knew she of, moved around. First winner of the award from the male side was Shane Batty. That's right. Yes, yeah, so I used to caddy with Shane Batty at Birmingham yep. Country Club. Many, many play, I played some Little League Baseball with Shane Batty. Well, there you go. I was 13. He was 11. He was playing up. All right, so my point is uh, applications are due now. They've actually had low applications this year. So if you fall in any of those categories, take a chance. Go to the website, dacathleteoftheyear.com. Download the application and uh, put it in. Who knows? They've, they've given out thousands of dollars in scholarships, a big red carpet gala downtown in Detroit. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, put yourself uh, in, in company with with those athletes that we just mentioned. So let's move into our uh, first segment. That is always TJ Kelly's weekly rankings. Uh, we always have fun with this. And uh, we've got a new number one. Yeah, Ann Arbor Skyline. I mean, they're undefeated. I mean, obviously, Cast Tech wound up losing on Friday. Almost lost on, lost to Muskegon in Grand Rapids. They had to go to overtime to get that done, and they also needed a buzzer-beating three to get into overtime right. uh, by Matt by Matt Richmond. But, yeah, um, Ann Arbor Skyline or Hazel Park, depending on what you want to go. You know, I just went with Ann Arbor Skyline, and if alphabetic, alphabetically, they're first. So, right. you know, I think it made it kind of easy. You know? we, yep, we covered them this week as, uh, as they uh, went on the road to Wayne Memorial. Uh, went to overtime. 
yeah. before they had to finish. But uh, it was um, you know a good effort by. Uh, Can we shout Brandon out Wade. Wait, Brandon Wade? Let's just quick, look, yeah. quickly give oh, yeah. uh, hats off to Brandon Wade and Jack yeah. Ammerman, the, yeah, the superstar backcourt there that have both gone over the thousand point mark. I believe they both did it a couple days apart. Yeah, for their Ammerman careers. did it on Tuesday, so. and I believe Wade did it last Friday. Okay. okay. And uh, Brandon Wade's going to Duquesne, and we'll have highlights of that game on state champs this Sunday. And, uh, and, and, Fox Sports and, and for my for my money, and I might be going out on, on a limb here. I don't think I am. Jack Ammerman, the best pure shooter in the state of Michigan. Well, I know Skyline's fired up about it. They tweeted it out for the first time ever. They're number one in the state. Um, but the, I guess the question is, are, are they legit? Are they going to hang around? You know, I, th- I think they are legit. They beat legit. They beat some strong teams. Uh, you know, I think. Over the break, you know, Pershing going into Wayne Memorial is a tough job. You yeah, know, Wayne Memorial has three losses: one to Clarkston, one to Canton, right. one to Skyline. So between the three <laughs> of those teams, two of them have been first place and, or you know, been first place in the rankings. And then uh, what? I'm at uh, Clarkston, or excuse me, yeah, and Canton's, Canton's undefeated. Yeah. yeah, you know, so they're in the they're in the Super Ten as well. And always so. a tough rivalry, anyway, Canton and Wayne. So without a doubt, yeah. So it's always good to see that. Here's what I like most about Ann Arbor Skyline. They've done this for a couple of years now, but they just get out and score. They play a fun style of basketball. You know, they don't really slow the ball down. They they get out. They get it to their scorers on the wing, and you know they attack. And I you know you talk about I kind of compare that somewhat similarly to East English Village, who we talked about last week, where they just they play a fun style. Of basketball and they get out and score and pretty much dare teams to outscore them they play some defense but they they say can you can't keep up you know what i like about that though they play a fun style they play an up and down style they play a fast style but Mm -hmm. they're still fundamentally sound sometimes those two things aren't married and they're not afraid to lean on their stars right and the other thing is they've got a lot of chemistry Mm -hmm. you know they've got juniors and seniors that have been playing together for for years don't forget about ryan wade brandon's younger brother who's only a junior and he's just the guy they just (laughs) want to pass it over to me i'm six two lefty you know count it right so, yeah. but yeah, but they're, but they're but they're but they're nice, and they've got some good younger guys on that team too. But no, their main core are definitely their you know their starting backcourt for four years with Ammerman and uh, Brandon Waite. Yeah. So yeah. number two, Hazel Park. Mm-hmm. Don't look now if you're Clarkston, the eleven time defending champs in the OAA Red. I mean that's a crazy number. They won eleven straight got conference some titles. Time. Hazel Park is not just knocking on the door. They're taking a sledgehammer through Mm -hmm. that door and going to challenge Clarkson for that uh, possible 12th straight. You heard it here first, huh? Scott throwing it down. TJ's high on Hazel, too, though, so it's all good. A lot of chemistry. A lot of guards. Guys that have played together. Great senior guards. Tough, gritty senior guards. Yeah. Yeah, and Brandon Brandon Barrett comes through with... With the with the style that fits his guys, and you've got to. I mean, he might only they might only play seven or eight guys, but you've got to be ready because they know what they can do. It's like, all right, well, we know how many miles we've run. We know what we've trained for, you know. So that they they're ready to play that up and down pace the entire game. And Carl Bow and David Hearns. I mean, they pretty much play the entire game. Yeah, and they've been doing it for, this is their fourth straight year. They've been starters since they were freshmen. But, I, you know, obviously everyone knows about Bo and Hearns. I love the two wings, uh, 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 Kari Adams and uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle Washington. Kyle Washington. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, so UD Jesuit is now cracked yeah. into the Class A top 10 rankings. That's, that's uh, the one that stood out to me most. Yeah. Julian most. Thomas back. Jalen. Jalen. Yep. Jalen, I'm sorry. No worries. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, Jalen Thomas is nice. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's a six foot nine center. Yeah, you know. After losing Ek and Greg a year ago, you know that that system that UD Jesuit works. You know they played obviously they had Cassius and really good guards over the last couple of years, but you know a lot of that system worked around having bigs and had, lo- losing three bigs last year because Julian Th- or Jalen Thomas left. You know that you know left a huge void, and I think now that he's back, he makes UD Jesuit a legitimate contender. We were the again. first ones here at state champs to report that he had uh, returned, returned and cleared by the MHSA yep. to play. 
Uh, he played his first game. I'm uh, going to call him Julian Thomas from <laughs> now on. I know <laughs> now that it's in my head, yeah. it's going to be there when I'm doing the he, highlights. He, played his first, he, won't, he won't mind. He played his first game last uh, fr- Friday yeah. in a, a very close game, a close victory over Orch Lake St. Mary's. Yep. Yeah, and uh, in that game, Zach Winston did not play. Um, yeah. So he was out with pneumonia. So I'm not, nothing to take in away from Orchard Lake, St. Orchard Lake St. Mary's, but when I was going through and doing these rankings, I said, all right, they really don't have any outside shooting. You know, wh- this isn't a serious sprained ankle or anything like that. Right. You know, Zach was at the game. He, he wasn't, you know, he didn't have a gas mask on or anything like that. <laughs> right. You know, so I mean, he was still walking around and, you know, he'll be back soon. Um, and at the same time, now you put the, put him in the mix with Daniel Friday and yeah. Jalen Thomas and some of their other key pieces. And the other thing is Pat Donnelly's a heck of a, co- yeah. a heck yeah. of a coach. I'll make yeah. another proclamation. Daniel Friday, in my opinion, at least for Metro Detroit, I'm not, I don't want to say the whole state, for at least for Metro Detroit, most improved player that I've seen. Yeah. I mean, what Danny Friday's doing uh, on a regular basis. What a, I, I didn't what a see, name, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't see this. Uh, <laughs> you know, Coach Donnelly was telling me before the season, I know we lost a lot, but watch for, for Daniel Friday to be a real difference maker. And I thought he would be good, but, you know, he's borderline great right now. Right. But yeah. the name that TJ mentioned, Zach Winston, I think is the X factor on this team. You want to talk about a guy that's improved. If you take it over the four years he's been at UD Jesuit, he's taken huge strides and steps forward and kind of come out of the, the, shadow. the shadow of his older brother and become just a pure shooter for, for UD Jesuit. And you look at guys like Elijah Collins and Daniel Friday and now Jalen Thomas, he's that guy that you can't leave open, but you might not have an option but to leave him open when you're trying to you know double double a wing play or something like that. And he, he can knock down the they open they got shot. a lockdown defender in James Moss, too. Yeah, yeah, James Moss, but then Elijah Collins as well. Yeah. You know, and, and the other thing is when you look at Daniel Friday, he just brings us such a dimension because he plays the point for them. Right. And he's six foot five and he's 210 pounds, 200 pounds or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, saw, I see him the other day when he blocked a shot. I was at the Orchard Lake St. Mary's game. He blocks a shot with two hands on the board, you know, and just like brings it down. And it was just like, oh, man, that's not fair. That's like right. what, how I felt, you know, when I lower the elevator, lower the elevator rim down to eight feet, you know, and I'm playing against my nephew who's 13 yeah. or 12, you know, right. maybe 11 at the time. You know, I'm not going to play him once he gets to high school, but, you know, I, I'll leave it at that. I beat him once. I don't have to beat him again. Right. Well, I know in Class B there is – we were having this conversation uh, before we get started. There is a Henry Ford – that mm-hmm. is up to number five. Which Henry Ford are we talking about? We're talking about the one on Evergreen, coached by Ken Flowers, the yeah. state champions from a couple of years ago. The, the original. Trojans. The original. The original. The Detroit Henry Ford. Okay, so that's what we're talking about. Uh, they beat Castec, uh number one from last week. So, yeah. Statement. That's a statement one. Without a doubt. And I think that there's such a – there are more rivalries than just what people see on the east side. Yep. And everybody wants to beat Cass. I think that it's almost one of those things where they're ingrained – and Cass is always like the the evil empire of the Detroit PSL, oh, yeah, sure. just because people. I mean, anybody who knows anybody from Cass, they're just like, oh, you know, and they'll start going where their rundown and whether they want to start with Gilda Radner or whether they want to start yeah. with Diana Ross. You know, I mean, it's, it's like one of those like, things where it keeps like, on going. It's like Michigan, you know, they they carry themselves with a certain. Yes. You know, we're Cass Tech. We're right. kind of a, no. All due all due respect to people that go to Cass Tech. I had family members that mm-hmm. have graduated from Cass Tech. My grandpa, my uncle, uh, but they, you know, they think there may be a little better, higher class of PSL. Than the there, there is no limit on the age restriction for saying CT Pride. Yeah, you, you'll hear that from just about everybody and anywhere at any time. Right, and then and that's one. But that, but it, going back to what Henry Ford did, mm-hmm. Ken Flowers is also another one of those great coaches that we mentioned last week. Only what two or three years removed away. I think they won in 2015. Yep. Uh, they won their yep. Class B championship, and the year before that, they went to the semifinals or at least to the Breslin. Yep. So. He knows what he's doing, and the other thing is, and I think which is key to the season, 
this 2017-18 season is we've got a ton of seniors who have chemistry. Right. And anybody can be beat at any different time. Now, the Renaissance loss or how cast lost to Renaissance yesterday might be a little bit more surprising. At mm-hmm. least it was to me. But then again, Renaissance also has the, it's not like the cupboard is dry there. Right. You know, and Chandler Turner. Yeah, they're they're, 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 they're the northwest a, side of uh, yeah, the new cast tech, right. I guess. It, you could it's say a nice that. school. I mean, you got yeah. you got a test to get in there. You know, it's no joke. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, without a doubt. So I know, and I know that Lawrence Tech's coach is taking advantage of that or trying to. <laughs> there you go, new basketball coach. <laughs> That's right, exactly, no doubt about it. Uh, all right, we got uh, we got uh, just quick, uh, quick kind of thirty seconds. Let's kind of wrap this. Uh, we've got a few teams with losing records in Class C: uh, Edison, Pershing, Beecher. Uh, why is that? Why are we seeing that? Is it just strength of schedule? Without a doubt, strength of schedule. You talk about some of these teams that played East English Village. You talk about, you know, and then Depsa. I think Depsa came out and beat Southfield Christian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yes. you know, but there are so many teams that have wound up just. I mean, they're. I mean, they've lost four of their games to ranked teams. Right. Yeah. This will all yeah. help them down the road. Is without what we're a, saying. Without a doubt, Grand Blank is a tough team who Beecher just lost to, and I think yeah. they, they've got kind of a three-game losing streak. And when I talked with Mike Williams a little while ago, he said this is the first time. That this has happened since Monty Morris was a freshman. Yeah, okay. you know. Yeah, so wow. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll they'll rebound. They've oh, still yeah. got strong guys on yeah. that team. And then so. Pershing just beat Edison. And you know, Pershing that, that beat shows Edison. Kind of the depth of the PSL, like we were just talking about. And so Pershing is now uh, top on the PSL East mm-hmm. with a three and one record, tied with East English Village and right. uh, King, I think. Maybe. So uh, quick, quick, quick note on EEV. David Julius, <laughs> just the 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 skyrocketing that he's done into the Mister Basketball race. Yeah. he was like one of those guys that was you know in the mix, kind of at the bottom of the people you would talk yeah. about Mister Basketball. You got to consider him one of the front runners. Right. right? Yeah. Well, that's a great segue, right? They're great tease as mm-hmm. what we're going to do is uh, kind of talk about the overall talent pool here in the state of Michigan because it's 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 deep right now and it's great and we'll get into it and that is next when we come right back here on State Champs Hang Time. Fundraising should be fresh, flavorful, and simple. We have the perfect solution at Hungry Howie's. Dough Razor. Your team or school can sell paper pizza certificates that can be redeemed for one medium pizza at participating locations. We've been doing this fundraiser for about four years, and it's the easiest and best and most profitable fundraiser they have in Michigan. Go to DoughRazor.com to learn more and sign up. Your next fundraiser comes with flavored crust. Welcome to Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. Welcome back to State Champs Hang Time. I guess I'm supposed to be looking over here. So, uh, what's up, everybody? Uh, I'm Lauren, joined by uh, Jeff Dulac. We've got TJ Kelly, Scott Bernstein here. We're talking hoops. We do it every week. We're going to do it throughout the season. And I uh, want to kind of get into uh, kind of a wide-ranging topic here, and that is how deep is the talent pool in the state of Michigan? Uh, everybody here has had the opportunity to see some great, great players over the last just decade, if you want to go back that far. Uh, but from before, I mean, we could go all day on just the, the history of great players that have come from the state right. of Michigan. But uh, right now, uh, say over the past 10 years, is this kind of the deepest we've seen in terms of talent, TJ? As far as scholarships go, yes, it's projected to go that far. We haven't had 30 players have a Division One or have Division One offers or go straight out of high school uh, to a four-year school. Um, or a Division One four-year school. 
it can be also said about Division two schools, and they're right. and all schools are taking advantage of it. I think last year, well, we've been teetering right around 20, 21, 22, and I think we're right around twenty three or twenty four guys that have already commit, or maybe nineteen guys, but I think they're twenty five or twenty right around there that have Division one offers. Guys like Carl Bow, who we talked about earlier, some of these other guys who don't have Division one offers, possibly a David Hearns, possibly a Jack Ammerman. Could jump into that realm oh, yeah. where they're getting a divi- where they get Division One offers, and as soon as you push that thirty Division One threshold, right. then I think that that's what really speaks volumes. And yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think, you know, maybe back to maybe Dion Harris that that era or right. something that's like, like that. O two era, yeah, that O two O three, the Lester Abrams and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, they played LeBron in high school, right? Right, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know they're big time. Yeah. They, they made it right there. They, they put did. The, yeah, take take off your shoes and walk home. I, I've got nothing more to accomplish. <laughs> I think we've I think we've had years where we've had good classes, sure. But I think this year, at least in and my... and if you look as a whole too, like freshmen through that's seniors. what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. even yeah. that much that's further. That's what I mean. Yes. Yeah. That's oh, the yeah. point I'm making. That's what I mean. My talent pool. I've seen better individual classes, but as freshmen through senior right now. I think this is the deepest that I've seen it in my ten years. Yeah, and why do you think that is? Well, one thing I can tell you is that in the last year or two, we've had less players leaving mm-hmm. to go to prep school. The Miles Bridges and the Josh Jacksons and the Tugs Bowens that have left the state uh, and and kind of deprived us uh, of coverage and of, of, of in terms of fans getting to see their whole careers. Yep. Um, we've kind of reeled that in a little bit, and some of the kids that have left, like a Jalen Thomas, came back. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Do, do you think also maybe the influx of charter schools that we've seen, you know, now that they've been able to maybe establish themselves in some, you know, yeah, capacity? Because but for a while, right. I know, I mean, I, I remember, you know, it wasn't even that long ago, but you know, uh, Melvindale ABT, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and and they were really good for a little purpose, and obviously that helped with father and son uh, mm-hmm. coach and 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 all of that. But, Michael Talley, yeah, Michael the Talley Talley Jr. Yep, but uh, it was also you know very just. You didn't know if the school was going to stay open month to month, let alone right. for the whole year. I mean, that was Detroit yeah. Allen Academy, who just yeah. shut down a couple of years ago, and right. then yeah, Co- you, Covington you, winds up getting the job at Detroit Old Redford, and right. winds up bringing an influx of players. And some of those play, some of those players were already at Old Redford, right? And then there were some other guys like Mark Rocket Watts, who came over from Allen Academy and was eligible immediately because right. of the school closing, right? Isaiah. And now you've got things like Arbor Prep. And yep. you've got, you know, uh, Depsa, the, you know, Detroit Edison Public Safety Academy. Yep. Uh, I call it Easter Market Academy. <laughs> okay, Easter Market <laughs> it's, it's Academy. right that, in the It is, yeah, so that, like that's that. that's good. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm wondering, you know, just uh, it just seems like the, it's so spread out now in terms of, of the talent where it's not all – they get opportunities to showcase their skills instead of all being it, locked in it's on not, a renaissance, for instance. I was going to say, it's not so much like football – Right. Where kind of it's all you have that it's all condensed right. into a couple schools. Got it. Mm-hmm. Right. No, but the interesting yep. thing to me, kind of like what Scott said, it seems like you know less players are leaving the state, but we still have players that are leaving the state. You look at a guy like Dwayne Washington, who's now yeah, we, uh, yeah. out west, yep. and Julian, Julian Dozier. Dozier. You know, we still have players leaving, but I think the th- main consistent thing that we've always had in the state of Michigan is the fact that you know the state of Michigan hasn't stopped producing talented basketball players. You know, Agreed. you know, J- uh, Josh Jackson left the state of Michigan. Um, obviously, Miles an incredible Bridges. talent, Miles Bridges. Um, but I think w- you look at the the players that we have right now. Brandon Johns, who's a, a supreme talent, didn't leave. Foster Lawyer, who, who you know who, who moved around growing up, has been in Clarkston all four years. You know, Marcus Bingham, Xavier Tillman from last year. You know, these guys are all staying in the state of Michigan. I think that's a that's a big deal. Um, 
And I think it, it comes from from the, the strong programs that they're a part of. You know, Clarkston's the strong program that it is. You know, Steve Finnemore's done a great job at East Lansing. Um, yep. And I, I just think that, you know, it's nice to see them stick around. From a selfish perspective, you know, I, I'd go to games even though I didn't cover um, – Excuse me, I didn't cover you know Detroit schools at the time. I selfishly, I just go out and find a game to watch Josh Jackson just because I wanted to watch him play. So it's nice to see oh, these yeah. guys stick really, around. Really, out of this, something to see, out of this 2018 season, the only I mean, all due respect to Julian Dozier, mm-hmm. the only real big time player to leave was Dwayne Washington, right. and his, his, re- State bound. his reason to leave, from what I can understand, had a little bit more to do with the fact that he wanted to go live with his uncle, the former NBA point guard Derek Fisher, uh, out in LA, and, and kind of get mentorship from him. Makes sense. As opposed to you know just getting out of the state for the right. for the sake of getting out of the state. Yeah, I mean, and we have lost some other guys in the past. I think Devin Brooker, Devin Booker is one yep. who only played JV at Granville, you know, and then he goes right. lives with his dad in Moss Point, Mississippi. Yeah, and look what and he's so, doing in the NBA. Yeah, and he's doing pretty well for himself. Yeah. But pretty much for everybody else, I think that you know Josh Jackson is still a lottery pick. Yeah. You know, uh, Miles Bridges is still going to Michigan State whether he stays here or whether he doesn't. You know, and there right. might be some academic what issues Kyle that Kuzma's he has doing. Yeah, I mean Kyle Kuzma for example, but at the same time, it's hard to project guys when you right. say, "Oh, look where they were." I was like, "Man, Kyle Kuzma was 6 foot 7." Right. You know, when he was there and now he's 6 foot 10. You know, and there's some other things and you right. get stronger and he's kind of developed his yeah. game, but he always stick, always was able to keep on shooting the ball, right. much like a, a Marcus Bingham yeah. or something like that. So, you know, it's some some guys need an extra year, so it's beneficial to some others. I just think that it's, you know, one of those things where, you know, they've got a smooth talking coach on the other line or you know was at the prep school right. and says, "Hey, look, I can do this for you. I can do that for you. We'll play a game on ESPN, you know, and then might be on ESPN 4, but you're still on ESPN." And sometimes yeah. there's no rhyme or reason. Sometimes you just get a you get a good you get a good hand dealt to you. Right. And yeah. this this year we got right. a, a good four classes. You get of, crop, man. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So we talked about a lot about the seniors and everything. Yep. Who are some of the juniors you're really liking right now? I'm, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm a big fan of uh, Harlan Beverly. Um, I think that you know a lot of his legacy will be set. You know, going whether what they do at Southfield Christian as far as winning the championship. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that Rocket Watts. You know, he's on one of the stronger teams in the state. Uh, Romeo Weems has already set the precedence yeah. by winning a state championship and doing so much more. I mean, he had a phenomenal uh, AU season and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, to kind of like, I mean, he, he's he's had a continuous run which has gone over the last I don't know fourteen or fifteen months. Right. You know, going or since the start of his fresh sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that there's a lot that goes into that. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're, we're in a fortunate stance. One thing that I look at where, um, like Myron Gardner, for example, yep. um, was on our list is Loyola. De- Detroit Loyola. There are a lot of players that are in between River Rouge. If you're going north on, on I-75 or, and then you wind up going on the, towards the lodge, you can see so many guys that are juniors, at Detroit King, at Cass Tech, yeah. at River Rouge, at Renaissance. Uh, I mean, you can go a little bit further north, uh, obviously, to U of D Jesuit, which is right around the corner. I mean, if you even look at U of D Jesuit, which is at seven mile in between Livernois and Wyoming, then you can jump over to uh, Finkel in Wyoming, where you've got Myron Gardner. Mm-hmm. And then you've also got over at six mile in Outer Dr- or six mile in uh, Greenfield right there, you've got um, uh, Carrington McCaskill and Chandler, T- yeah. and Chandler Turner. So there's a lot. And that's just. 
only covering right. like one mile road. That's yeah. not even going. Really she make into a map, map and just have like little heads all over the map. But the top, right. I mean, yeah. if, you, if you just take those top, what I consider the top three juniors right now: mm-hmm. Rocket Watts at, at, at I was about to say at Allen, at Old Redford, uh, Harlan Beverly at Southfield Christian, and Romeo Weems at New Haven. And, and you take the offers that those guys have. I mean, you could stack those up against you know any any uh, state in the Midwest in terms of their top three. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I yeah. look at it as you strong. Know, you know, coming coming through. You know. You know, two years ago, we heard about the two upcoming freshmen, Romeo Weems, and at the time was Terry Armstrong. Yep. And I think it speaks to kind of the development of the job that some of these schools are doing and these coaches are doing, you know, getting guys like Harlan Beverly. Harlan Beverly is a national recruit. Rocket Watts is a national recruit. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, again, speaks to the talent pool, how talented some of these kids are. Because, um, like you said, everybody knows Romeo Weems. He just won a state championship, had an incredible sophomore year. Um, and, you know, it seems like he's he's picking up right where he left off now in his junior year. Um, I got some flack last year. I did the rankings. Right. TJ did them this year yep. for the preseason rankings, yeah. and I had Romeo Weems at six. I remember some free press people were coming to me and being like, "Why? Why do you have him so? Why do you have him in the top ten? I said, like, "Why don't you?" Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'll see you. What in do March. you see? Yeah. I'll, I'll see you in March, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but the guy I don't think enough people know about right now is Myron Gardner. I think you know he plays at Detroit Loyola, which is kind of a hidden school to, mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Uh, but he he's that you know next sophomore that I think is ready to to, to make a big splash. Uh, and not only that, he's got the physical. Junior, I mean, junior, junior, yeah. junior yeah. Phys- physically he's there, athletically there, at- athletically he's there. You know, develop- developing his guard skills. And I know head coach Dennis Morey, who was at University of Detroit Jesuit as a as the JV coach, mm-hmm. uh, and I believe Coach Harlan Beverly um, on the JV before he wound up moving over to Southfield. Yeah, Beverly was scoring thirty a game as a freshman yeah. on the JV. Yeah. At I, I was I was there at the game when he scored fifty, yeah. and I just was happened to be there a little bit early. Just right. I wanted to For see Romulus, game, yeah. Romulus and UAD Jesuit, and right. you know it was a four o'clock game. Let me just jump over there and, and take advantage of their concessions and stuff. Now, like Wa- that. Watts is a pure point guard. Harlan Beverly is that 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 prototypical combo. I mean, he's six four. He's long. He can shoot. He can handle. He can distribute. I mean, there's no, there's no wonder to me that schools like Ohio State, Michigan State are, are coming in on him fast and furious. Yeah, and then you look at Jalen Thomas, who's who's yeah. got who's got an offer from he's got eight, who's, he's got eight or nine offers. Yeah, eight or nine Xavier, offers. Xavier's was, offer. was Xavier being his top offer? Myron Gardner's got offers. Chandler and Carrington, they've got offers. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a ton of kids that have offers. We got Donovan Moore, who's at who's at West Bloomfield, who I think is a kid that we should really keep an eye on. Played his first game uh, yesterday, seventeen points in his debut. Came over from uh, a small school in Chicago, in Hillcrest. Uh, I think it was Hillsboro. Hillsboro, same. And uh, he, he's <laughs> Some, got somewhere in the hills. He's got yeah. ties to to the state through his grandpa, Larry Moore, who was a PSL great at at Cass Tech. Played at U of D with Spencer. Uh, Haywood and was the head boys and girls coach at West Bloomfield in the early 2000s. Took both programs to the Final Four, and uh, Donovan has come and lived is living now with his grandpa and uh, back at uh, you know his grandpa's old stomping grounds in, in uh, Lake Nation. Yeah. You know, one thing that I'm, I'm excited about. You know, we just talked about the the seniors and juniors, but I don't know that I, there's been as much hype around a, a large group of sophomores at this yeah. point in time. You know, you got got guys. You know, twenty twenty. We're yeah. talking yeah. about right. Yeah, Scooby class Johnson at Benton Harbor. You know, made a big impression in the semifinals in the Class B semifinals last year. He's he's stepping out now. He's, yeah, he's popping. Yeah, exactly. he, was, he, was fun, three. he was phenomenal. This is the second time I saw him in Grand Rapids, uh, or this 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 season. But I saw him in Grand Rapids, and he wound up beating Chicago Bogan. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest improvement, which makes him that much different. And all of a sudden. He's six foot five. He just gets a lot done. He scores, and then the guy sitting next to me says, "He reminds me of Ladante Hinton." Mm-hmm. Now Ladante Hinton was skipped over by 
vast majority of all the Big Ten Dayton. schools. Yeah. One, no, one up, was supposed to go to Dayton oh, with uh, with uh, Brian Gregory. One up going to Providence, Providence is only the second player ever to score two thousand points in two thousand and have two thousand rebounds in Providence's history. So I thought that that was pretty big. Which has a, a good program. Good program. Yeah, without well, yeah, yeah, people so, don't. You know, they yeah. call, what was his nickname? Buckets. Yeah, buckets. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, junior buckets over there. They'll keep them at Scooby then. Right. You know, but yeah, I think I think that that's that that's what about Isaiah Jackson, mm-hmm. who made the move from Class D to Class C. He was at Rochester Lutheran Northwest uh, in the league that I played in in the Mayak last year. Moved over to to play with Rocket Watts and uh, at Old Redford. At yeah. Old at Old Redford, and he's got about a dozen offers. Some some schools from down south. I know Mississippi State's offered him. Yeah, I think he's. I know Missouri's offered him. Uh, he's got. Uh, I think he's ranked number thirty-five or something Ton like that in ESPN arrivals. Yeah. But I, me personally, I think he's the best defender in the state right now. Wow! Um, I was I, I had a chance to see him earlier um, at North Farm at a North Farmington event uh, to start off the year. This kid had zero fouls halfway through the third quarter, and he had about six or seven blocks with ten rebounds. <laughs> and he wants to guard everything. How many kids out there? wouldn't even be able to attempt to go for eight eight rebound or eight eight block shots and they're going to have three or four fouls right like this kid stays out of foul trouble and i think that that speaks volumes to just just being a good defensive player and, and it speaks volumes to the player comparison not to yeah, interrupt that's the okay. player comparison you made last week to nerland's noel nerland's noel you know who's just kind of a defense first kind of guy but you know just a, a shot blocker extraordinaire yeah. So we we got about a minute left, and you guys are forgetting the the number one sophomore I think out there because he's got the best name out there, <laughs> Lauren Bowman. Yeah, yeah. Lauren. Lauren go yeah, well, that, wow. And, and, and I'll tell you what, Lauren Bowman to me has the best mid range pull up game. Hey, do you want to talk about efficiency? Right. This guy can go for twenty five on eight to ten shots. Yes. And 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 unselfishness and uh, a head for the game. Uh, a court savvy that is way beyond his years. I've seen him three times already this year, and I am beyond impressed. Yeah, yeah. and I think also Jalen Terry, and then yeah. at Southfield Christian, I, I got to say my my main man Dejon Humphrey. Humphrey, I think Dejon Humphrey, Humphrey is going to be pretty pretty. He's going to be a special player, yeah. and he keeps on growing. I see him every time. Hey, you keep on drinking your milk and eating your vegetables, you know, <laughs> and you'll be fine. Yeah, and you know Jalen Terry is you know that next on that great lineage of guards at Beecher. You know, you know, big shoes to fill with Malik Ellison, but I think Jalen Terry is the next guy to do it. And just real quick before we move on, you know, you want to talk about freshman class. You know, my guy who's on the all names team I put him on last week, Legend Jeter out of River Rouge. Oh, yeah. you know, it's a it's a fun time for Michigan high school basketball. Without a doubt. All right, guys. So uh, we're going to take a little bit of uh, uh, switching gears, and uh, we're going to have Dan Young in here talk about uh, what's happening with Miss Basketball, some of the leading candidates and things that are going there. We had an injury already, so one of the uh, prime candidates is already gone for the year. Uh, but that just means another opportunity for somebody else. So we're going to talk with Dan Young next, and then these guys will be back as we're going to preview Friday's best games. So stay here right on Hang Time. Welcome to Be the Referee with MHSEA Assistant Director Mark Ewell. A new rule in basketball this year allows for an official to warn a coach or team for misconduct. This is an administrative procedure which is reported to the scores table but has no immediate penalty. Stopping play and letting the coach or bench know that a formal warning has been issued sends a clear message to everyone in the gym and it should also impact behavior in a positive way without having to award a technical foul. If the official, however, deems the misconduct to be major, a technical foul can be issued. A warning is not required before calling any technical foul. Thanks, Mark. 
you can be a referee. Go online now to sign up at MHSAA.com. Be the Referee is a production of the MHSAA Network. State Champs Hang Time. This is the High School Hoops Podcast. We, uh, If you've been watching this week, we've moved indoors uh, away from the studio. This is our podcast room where we do all the podcasts here on uh, the State Champs Sports Network. Dan Young is here from BCAM for our BCAM segment. How you doing, man? Great, great. Thanks to be here. Always always a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Yeah, you uh you know, you are. We're going to talk about Miss Basketball this week and uh, some of the hopefuls and uh, those on the watch list. And, uh, uh, you know, you yourself right now are, are coaching uh, girls basketball over at Salem. What's Absolutely. the experience been like so far uh, for you? I mean, how long have you been doing on the girls' side? Two years. Two years. So you were boys all the way along before that? Yep, 25 years <laughs> of boys. So what made you decide to take to uh, make the leap? Got out of boys because my sons. Mm-hmm. We're in high school at Salem. Uh, okay, makes sense. Derek was wrestling, and I wasn't missing anything. And uh, uh, Ryan, uh, when he got into ninth grade, was playing basketball. And, and I just told myself, I'm not going to miss any of my son's games, wrestling, basketball, whatever it was. Right. And it was a conflict at coaching at John Glenn. And so I got out of it. Didn't want to leave John Glenn. Loved it. Great experience. Uh, but family comes first. Didn't want to miss and he played for one year, and then the second year he got hurt in football, and then he's, I'm not going to play basketball. I'm going to, you know. And I said, all right, I have <laughs> yeah. nothing to do. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and uh, the girls jobbed open. Yeah. Uh, Brian Somalski's the AD. Yep. Brian played for me at Canton High School. Oh, nice. Uh, he's a, a great friend and mentor. and um, Full circle. So that's how it worked out. All right. So I said, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll throw my, my name in the hat, and uh, yeah. I'm coaching girls hoops. It's been a blast. Right. Yeah, exactly. A long tradition there. Absolutely. I know on, I know on the boys' side, I don't know if he – the gentleman who was there for years coaching at Salem. Fred Thoman. Uh, exactly. Fred Thoman. We did a, We did a little thing on him. Not to, And he – was there a stint? He was doing both, right, because they were different seasons. He did boys, and then he got out of boys, and Bob Brody's been the coach for close to 30 years. Right, long time, yeah. And then Fred did girls all right. the way up till he passed. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's 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 I don't know it's been a few years now. It has, um, and then if I remember right, his assistant who formerly played for him then took over for a while. Correct, Lindsey yeah. Clemmer. Exactly. Yep. 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 All right. And so uh, yeah, it's it's, it's pretty cool. Fred's yeah. Fred's in our BCAM Hall of Fame. Right. Exactly. Yeah, we did a nice little feature on him and his career and everything. It's always you know we all, it's it's like one of those things. It's like you hate to do them once they're not here to enjoy them anymore, exactly. you know what I mean? But you got to pay your respects. No, there's no question. You know, and uh, he was a legend. And uh, When we did uh, our voting, yeah. Lofton Green's the highest vo- points ever. Naturally, River Rouge forever. And Fred was next. Don wow. Palmer, who coached both uh-huh. at Milford forever. Right. As far as the points to yeah. get into the Hall of Fame, yeah. they were the highest ever. Wow. Freddie, Don Palmer, and Lofton Green was the, the highest yeah. point-wise. Yeah, not wins, but p- overall points yeah. for the how it works. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there's no doubt. We do legends series here on, on State Champs, and uh, uh, Tom has been itching. He's like, we have to do Lofton Green because people gotta know. Oh, 
You know, for those who lived it, got a chance to meet they him. know. Yeah, I got a chance to meet him and hear him speak. And, yes, and uh, just what he was, what he did. I mean, it was it's unprecedented. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we got to tell that story. And so someday we're going to do that. So That'd be great. Yeah, exactly. I know we've got Frank Orlando on the works here now awesome. uh, that we're going to begin begin on, on that. Very and, worthy. Yeah. Great guy. Oh, wonderful guy. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know he had so many wins in baseball as well. Right. He's in the Hall of Fame in baseball as well. Right. That was a neat – I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting, you know, with, with coaches uh, that have, you know, had the longevity that Frank Orlando had. Uh, Alfred Casa right. was a baseball coach. Was he really? Yeah. Um, and uh, John Harrington John for Harrington. like 40 years. Played against him in high school. Yeah. He, I, I played for a uh, Hall of Famer in Fred Chrissy, mm. and who's going into our uh, – Canton Hall of Fame. Yes, which I will be emceeing. Uh, Fred Chrissy is coming up is, February third. Yeah, one of my one of my mentors in life. And, yeah, uh, uh, he yeah. coached against John Harrington. So when I was in yeah. high school, yeah. we played against uh, Harrison, and I remember coach, yeah, coaching baseball. Yeah. So, so. all right, so let's get into it. Uh, there is basically a uh, a list which you will see on your screen now that uh, graphic we put up of of hopefuls. Uh, kind of the watch list. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Williamston's Maddie Waters, we could start there. Unfortunately, out for the year. Uh, she was already uh, committed to uh, Western Michigan. Um, Can I do a shout go out for to her, yes. her family? Yes. I, Maddie, we are. She had 44 uh, in a game earlier this season. Just, when I heard that, I just talked to Doreen uh, Ingalls, our, our chairperson uh, for Miss Basketball. Yeah. I just want to tell you that we are heartbroken because. Uh, you're a great player, and you mean a lot to your team, and you have a great team. And uh, it's just disappointing that that happened to you. So we're reaching out. I just wanted to say I, I hope you're, you're staying strong, and this will only make you stronger. Right. So I wanted to give you a shout-out. Uh, I feel horrible. Yeah, I know. Things will get better. And, yeah. And uh, it's just it's – just, the, the advancements to, they've made in in ACL surgery no and recovery. She, as long as she does what's needed Jordan to do. Walker, uh, right, I mean, course. she came back. And, yeah. Uh, also, I don't want to forget about Kayla. Yeah, yeah. Is it Bellis from yeah. Ithaca? Also had a, a, a injury this summer, and she's not playing. And she probably with Maddie would have been on this list. I, I'm, I'm sure she would have been on this list. So yeah. Also a shout out to you, Kayla, at Ithaca High School. And one of the things you'll see that uh, I asked Dan in our television segment. Uh, on state champs Sundays at 9 a.m. on Fox Sports Detroit is girls basketball and especially the top players uh, come from all over the state. I mean, if you look at the winners just the last, you know, eight, nine years, uh, they're from Crystal Falls Forest Park and they're from down here at Gross Point Woods and they're from Benton Hart. I mean, they're all over the place. It is so hard. Why do you think that is? Is it just great coaching (sighs) is everywhere or there's – I don't know. I I don't really know why. If I, I do know that there are for girls, there yeah. are um, the boys in the inner cities. A lot of times, the best players, not always, yeah, come out of the inner, inner cities. Um, yeah, we're seeing right now. Yeah, historically, a block of just guys within like a, a two mile radius, and the, the girls come from everywhere. Everywhere. They come from everywhere, and uh, I, I can't explain that other than uh, the girls are just more spread out. Yeah. Uh, some are up north. Some are uh, – remember the girl from the small school that went to Michigan State that broke all the records uh, from – Was it uh, Ionia? Uh, no. Oh, they, that um, was one. Yeah. 
There was another they're one. They're just from all over, yeah. and they're playing in the Big Ten. Yeah. They're going to play. Not not saying that the girls in the city, there's been some outstanding girls too. Sure. But the girls in the suburbs have more, you have a chance to win the Miss Basketball mm-hmm. more than, than, you know, just as good a chance. I mean, think about Dina Head at Salem. Right. And uh, so it's harder to, to find them all because they're all over the place, especially this year. Yeah. It is wide open. Right. Well, I wide know. Wide open. Right, exactly. So maybe we'll just touch on a couple of them. Uh, Camry Clegg out of Wayne Memorial. I've seen her. Uh, yep. She, up close. Yeah, that's personal. right. You're at Salem. She you see is, her. She is. Going to Clemson. Her game is large. Even though she's short, mm-hmm. her game is big. Mm-hmm. Five Very five listed. Strong, handles the ball great. She has great court vision. If you're open over there, she's going to find you. If you're open over there, she's going to find you. She's a willing passer, which means at the next level, mm-hmm. she's really going to make people around her better. And she can also put the ball in the basket. Shoots it very well. Has a great command for what they're trying to do as far as their offense and their and their and their personnel. Uh, is a coach on the floor. And like I said, can shoot the three, gets to the basket, good free throw shooter. She's gonna she's she's gonna be in the mix this year. Right. Uh Corinne Jemison is uh one who is a post player mm-hmm. uh that is uh playing out of East Kentwood High School out on the west side of the state. Kentwood ranked number two right now, state finalist last season, and uh she's averaging a double double. Um she's a volleyball player. Their team is really <laughs> balanced. You yeah. could look at a few right. of their players and say, "All right, coach, which one should be on the ballot or which one should maybe be on the watch list?" Right. Really strong team. Right. And uh, you could say the same about Country Day. Country where, Day where we've got uh Kayla Webb and Maxine Moore both uh with legitimate shots or legitimate cases to make. Sure. Coach always has a lot of uh talent. Yep. Uh, and so, they you know, last that. year they, they had, it, had yeah. a player on the ballot, and she's she's a very good player. Went to Georgia Tech, I yeah. believe. And so, um, seems like every year they have one on the ballot. Yeah. It almost seems like they that. pretty much do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, they're always going to be in the discussion. No doubt about it. Um, I think there were uh, a few others that again, as you know, you, Laisha Petrie, yes, uh, uh, was at Salem State at Arbor Prep. Yes, is a scorer, mm-hmm. with six good, footer. With good size, uh, kind of a, a a girl that is very skilled, mm-hmm. handles the ball, shoots it very well. Uh, she's going to be uh, someone that's going to be looked at and 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 possibly be on the on the final group. I don't know. We I mean, were talking a lot of time to go here. Yeah, we were talking off mic that uh, uh, Allison Poplowski out of Williamston. Their yeah, name rings a bell, right? Exactly. Right? In the neighborhood of of Williamston. Yeah, uh, good size. Um, uh, you know, Maddie's teammate. So you talk about, um, you know, them trying to now rebound from Maddie getting hurt. So I'm right. sure that Poplowski is going to get a lot of a lot more touches. Right. Right. No doubt about it. Uh, we're joined here by uh, Dan Young, B Cam. This is our our B Cam segment. We'll kind of uh, uh, wrap it up. What are what do you think uh, voters are the most interested when it comes to? Um, selecting the eventual winner first of all you know um when we get down the committee decides the final group yeah in order to have a good video to show what their player can do and, and we, what that player's and we've all talked about, about this last year that about if you doing that. Yeah. if you didn't make a run as a junior or a sophomore at the state tournament where everybody comes to 
to the state championship, uh, not everybody, but a lot of coaches, it's an annual meeting to be together and enjoy good ball. If you're not in that and they haven't seen you, then you're going to have to do a good job showcasing it uh, on, and making a highlight and showing. For example, Isaiah Livers last year, his highlight showed him rebounding the ball and pushing it, kicking it through the open player, dunking on people, hitting threes, stealing it, and going down and making plays. Everything. And it was broken down very well. Mm. Uh, you talk about Jordan last year on the girls' side. They had a little – they interviewed her. She talked about her giving back, those types of things as far as community service, and then they showed her game, and then they showed her against the best teams and how she played and her stats against the other best players. So it's always cool to get these great matchups in December or uh, early season yeah. where you have these matchups where we had Foster Lawyer right. versus David, David Julius, yeah. and now David DeJulius oh, he's taking rises off. to the he's and rising. carries his team, and now what's going on? He's rising People right now. People are talking about him right I'm now. I'm telling you. It's like a – so yeah. those types of things, A, playing the best teams, trying to go head-to-head, and then – being able to so you're shouting out your coaches market your player your bottom line is you know when you're they're, down they're videoing every game regardless if state champs is there or not they've got cameras there and you know what Jordan Walker and in, 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 in meeting their family what a beautiful family and and, and, and kids and the people yeah. at Mona Shores that we met right um, they went to their media people within their school and they said hey can you help us create this video you know, they're yeah. trying to showcase because what that does is showcases that school. Sure. That girl. And, you know, again, it was a it was a it was a close race and the girl. It was a close race in the guys. It came right down to the end. Yeah. So you got to if, if, if you got a shot at this thing with technology and people with the smartphones and that when it gets down to voting, we'll have all the candidates on uh, the BCAM website, uh, www.bcam.org. Right. And then when we get to voting time, we will have the opportunity to say click. Watch each player. That's right. And it's going to. It matters. It matters. It matters. If because you, you can't see everybody. Right. That's right. None of us can see everybody. No, exactly. So. No, no doubt about it. The year before, uh, they made it pretty easy for you. What, Kaiser Gondrzak dropped like 72 or something in, in Literally, the Literally, she scored 70-something right <laughs> yeah. before the ballot came out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah. ching, no brainer. Yeah, no brainer. So, uh, but. And uh, that's kind of what's happening right now. Uh, next week, we'll get into Mr. Basketball. We'll talk about kind of uh, the watch list for those guys. And like we just mentioned, it's, it's, things are moving, moving parts right now. I do want to say Big that games this weekend, yeah, we're excited to uh, Mr. and Miss Basketball will be presented uh, with, with, in conjunction with the United Dairy of Michigan. They're going to be a part of our, our program. And cool. um, we're really excited about that. And we're also uh, Miss Basketball. Mick McCabe's name is going to go on that trophy uh, because all that he has done for not only girls basketball but girls athletics yeah. in the state of Michigan his whole career. So our board voted on that. It's the Hal Schramm Mr. Basketball presented by the United Dairy of Michigan and the Mick McCabe Miss Basketball United Dairy of Michigan. We are fired up about that cool yeah right on and you know what we uh state champs is your place to check these guys out in action meaning the boys and the girls uh we got a great selection of highlights uh this sunday at 9 a.m on fox sports detroit uh check it out you can uh go to our website we've got previews of uh of what we'll be covering this week as well as uh, on our social media follow it all week long uh dan thank you so much thank we'll, you we'll see you next week enjoyed it all right.
Fundraising should be fresh, flavorful, and simple. We have the perfect solution at Hungry Howie's, Dough Razor. Your team or school can sell paper pizza certificates that can be redeemed for one medium pizza at participating locations. Hungry Howie's makes it easy. It's just a little mini pizza box, but we make lots of money, lots of dough. Go to DoughRazor.com to learn more and sign up. Your next fundraiser comes with flavored crust. Welcome to Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. Welcome back to Hang Time. Thank you so much, Dan Young. We'll see you next week. And uh, we got the guys back here in the room. We want to kind of give you a, a preview, a weekend preview, because it's not just Friday, but there's some Saturday stuff going on that you guys need to be aware of, those who are high school boys hoops fans. And uh, let's get right into it. Uh, what are some of the uh, – we'll start with TJ. What are some of the best games that uh, you think going on this weekend? If I'm in southwest Michigan, I've got to go see Madawan versus Kalamazoo Central. Um, Kalamazoo Central, they might be down a little bit, but one junior we just didn't talk about is Nolan Foster, who's six foot nine, six foot ten, extremely mobile, and that'll be the, probably their best competition of the year yep. um, in playing Kalamazoo Central. Um, so I really like that game. Another game I'd like to point out is number two in Class A is Hazel Park. Number two in the Super Ten is Hazel Park, and they go to play at West Bloomfield, which is going to be a definite test for West Bloomfield. And they also have the guards where they can hang with Hazel Park. Mm-hmm. But Hazel Park is just riding such a wave. And, again, that senior leadership that they have, I think, can carry them, uh, you know, to, to a possible, more than likely an undefeated uh, and, and being on the road Park. is always a challenge, you know. Yeah. West, They'll be West, fired up at West Bloomfield. West Bloomfield has a little bit of a deceiving record. I think they're 4-3 and three right now. They've lost two games at the buzzer, Henry mm. Ford. The original Henry Ford in Detroit uh, beat them on a on a on a three pointer at the buzzer in the corner where wow. I was at, and then at River Rouge they were up three with like three seconds left. Some kid hit a half quarter uh, from, oh, wow. from River Rouge to send it to overtime. <laughs> they ended up losing by two. So West Bloomfield's record should be a little bit better, and they just got Donovan Moore right. eligible uh, yesterday. So, yeah, you know, a game I'm looking forward to, and it's it's probably not going to be the most competitive game, but it's a game I think that if you want to see you know, one of the best high school basketball players in the state of Michigan go up against one of the best teams in the state of Michigan. River Rouge takes on Detroit Henry Ford Academy. It's your chance to see Travion Williams, the Purdue, uh, Purdue signee, get a chance to go up against you know a, a top tier team like River Rouge. That game probably won't be very close, you know, just because River Rouge, I think, you know, top to bottom is the more talented and deep team. But I think that's a good opportunity to see what you know Travion Williams play a, a legitimate opponent. Yeah, and that's a hard gym to find. It's yeah, right, it like right at Cass Tech in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and it looks like an office building. You're not going to see any school buses or anything like that in front of it signage just 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 have a good feeling about yourself when you walk in and there's somebody at the front desk and they'll say oh just go right around the corner right you know so uh, but yeah it's it but that that's definitely gonna be a good game right um other one is ann arbor skyline taking on detroit old redford i talked about you know that fun style of basketball uh they play saturday at six at belleville Yes. Yep. Um, it's gonna be a high scoring. You know, you know exactly. Yeah. You know, you got so there's a number of games going on Saturday at Belleville. Yeah, um, there are five games starting off. Uh, Kalamazoo Central 
uh, plays Ann Arbor Pioneer. Then Renaissance plays Westland John Glenn. Okay. Um, Pershing plays Novi, and I think Novi is going to be that much better because yeah, now they've got, got Tariq Woody. Woody. He had a double-double last night in the yep. 71-61 over Livonia Stevenson. Over his, undefeated Livonia Stevenson. Yeah, his right? first game uh, eligible Tuesday for Novi night. coming over this, from— This goes oh, out sorry. on Thursday. It's all right, sorry. Uh, coming over Tuesday. from Plymouth, he had 18 points, 13 boards, and he's a difference maker. Right. Novi just has had some real growing pains this year, getting everyone on the same page. They had a lot of hype coming into the— in, into the season, uh, Travion Maddox, the Oakland University signee, Giovanni Miles. They just, for whatever reason, you know, coming off a, a, a season last year where they could have very easily been in the quarterfinals, lost at the buzzer on a controversial buzzer beater uh, to West Moonfield in the, in the regional championship game. But that is, they're three and five right now. But I still really like Novi going forward, mm. and I think this will be a really exciting uh, matchup against Pershing. Yep, and then uh, to close that out. Uh, We've got Old Redford um, playing Ann Arbor Pioneer. And then the final game is Bell- Belleville versus West Bloomfield. And you talk about another team that has had some growing You said teams. Old Redford and Skyline. Or, yes, excuse me. Skyline. Yep. That's right. Old Redford yeah. and Skyline. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. Uh, for the that, that's the 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock game. And then for the final game uh, at 8 o'clock is going to be Belleville versus West Bloomfield, which is, you know, Belleville has had some growing pains. Mm, yeah. um, I think they've won three in a row. Uh, they beat Pioneer. And not only that, they lost their first three or three of their four games, you know, by right around five or six points. Well, they've won their last three by over 20. Yeah. So they got I think football they're, players they're on that team? They, 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 they sure Williams. do. <laughs> Davion, Davion Williams is a beast. Yep. So I know yeah. I think that'll be helpful. And then also to mention uh, one player that came eligible for them, who's a 2020, is Connor Bush, who wound up winning the high jump um, in Class A mm. or the division, their top division, yeah, uh, division for, for, Ply- for Plymouth last year. Mm-hmm. And he just transferred over to Belleville, and, he'll, and he oh, just wow. became eligible. That's so. another uh, big-time athlete to, to add into the mix of already some big-time athletes. Yeah, yeah, the rims are going to be hurting on, right. on Saturday, <laughs> I imagine. Yeah, and then finally I think we've got uh, Southfield Christian probably with their biggest test in terms of ha- in Class D yeah. uh, going up against Oakland Christian. A road game, Southfield Christian should win, but Oakland Christian is always solid. Are, are they undefeated right now? Uh, yes, they are. Yeah, so they're the second-best team in, in the MIAC, and uh, you know this is getting off on a side tangent, but if I'm Southfield Christian, I I, <laughs> I need to get out of that league. Yeah, right. I mean that that just doesn't do you any favors playing a, a a league schedule where every game, with the exception of maybe Southfield Christian, is going to be a you mean 30, Oakland Christian. Uh, sorry, in the yeah. exception of maybe Oakland Christian, <laughs> is only is going to be a 30, 40 point game. Exactly. They, need, they need another Allen Park inner city exactly. bathhouse yeah. to come in. To come in. The only, that, those were fun rivalries. There only that was the some, yeah, though, in, for, for Allen Park maybe to win one of those six one. games, to yeah. win one they, of those six, but every other one was like overtime. I remember just looking at, you know, it might have even been before Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, dude. Hanging out on that, you know, and it's just like, man, look how close these. The overtime and how you know, old school the, the Allen Park Inner City Baptist, Baptist gym. gym. You got to come down the stairs. Yeah, you that, got the auditorium uh, stage still right there. You know, so, that you could go flying into in the Josh Baker era, which I think is going on year yeah. six now, yeah. maybe seven. Yeah. We've only lost one game in league play, and it was to Inner City yeah. Baptist. Those those games, you know, wow. there was, there was one of those games between Southfield Christian Inner City Baptist was Bakari Evelyn's you know coming out game where he kind of emerged as you know. The, the star, and you he's know, finally starting to find his footing at the college level. He yep. started at Nebraska. Now he's at Valpo, which I think is a little bit more uh, suited for for his talent level, and he's right. doing really well. Yep. So those were those were fun rivalries back in the day. But I do agree with Scott that it's time for Southfield Christian to probably move on. 
And remember to watch State Champs every Sunday at 9 a.m. We'll have hoops highlights as well as a variety of other sports from this week in Michigan high school sports. And since we got a few minutes left, and before we go, I know that you guys wanted to uh, uh, pay your respects, talk about the mayor, uh, Adam Troya, who passed away. Uh, those who uh, hang out in gyms uh, know Adam. And, uh, you know, only 37 years old. So uh, this was quite a shock. Yeah, um, I was following this I Twitter mean, the night before this yeah. happened, and he's tweeting yeah. from a game. And then right. I heard, you know, less, was 12 hours later that he had passed away. It was it was shocking. Yeah, I wound up getting a text message when I was in Grand Rapids, and I was like, I was like, are you kidding? Right, it's you like know? a joke. I was, I, was like, I was like, not funny, right. you know, ha-ha, right. not funny, you know, and, and all of a sudden, you know, reality started coming through, and, and I tell you this, we, lo- we all lost a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, he just brought a lot of energy to the gym um, I, and humor. You know, and not only that, he was a guy that could make fun of himself. You know, and I always had always had his notebook. You know, and and, and just a pencil, and it was just like, man, nothing doesn't get more 20th century than this guy right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, right. and then at the same time, he just seemed to have a wealth of knowledge. You know, when it came down and came down to certain stuff, and he was a bigger guy. And I remember right. last year seeing him and. He showed up to a game and he had his old varsity jacket on from when he was seventeen or eighteen years old. He's like, "I told you, I got. I told you, I played." You know, and it was like one of those things where you know, but just he, screaming it, on him though. Yes, you know, yeah, yeah, just, it looked like a tattoo. I, I know for me, and uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed my conversations with him. But uh, every <laughs> every time that he we'd be in the same gym, he he would normally get there before I would, and, I, and I'd get in the gym, and within like five ten minutes, I get a, a Twitter alert. And him announcing my presence. <laughs> Bernie walks in the gym. It can now the games can now begin. All right. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I, I always had a good time uh, chopping it up with him. And and I think another credit to, to how much he was beloved and what an impact that he made was the outpouring of support on social media yeah. from some really prominent uh, college coaches. I know John Beeline uh, wrote a very nice. Uh, um, uh, message uh, talking about how much uh, Adam meant to him. Guys like Nate Oates over at, at Buffalo, oh, Greg yeah. Campy at OU, Bobby Bar- Hurley, yeah, yeah. Bobby, well, Bobby, Bobby Hurley, Hurley. yeah, at, and at Bakari, Alexander. Right. You know, I mean, it was, it, that, I, and I and I and I tell you what, it was, it, it was pretty, it was some pretty cool stuff, you know. And I just happened to get a picture of him talking with Beeline. Um, yeah. Two weeks ago or yeah. three weeks ago at Southfield High, and Which I, is cool. you know, and I was just like, "Oh man, I gotta send this," you know, like look at look at this, you know, yeah. and, just, and I and I'll do that, you know, just joking around and yeah. stuff right. like that, you know, catch somebody off, you know, by off guard and stuff like Which that. Which is cool but, though, yeah. because you look at, you know, he was a huge Michigan fan. There, yeah, there was no doubt. You always saw that Mason Blue T-shirt. You know, I never got a chance to meet him, but you know, talking with with people like TJ and Scott and you know everybody else, the impact that Adam Troya made on you know high school basketball in Southeast Michigan that that you know the mayor nickname was earned. And, right. You know, he he made a huge impact down here, and he'll he'll be he'll be dearly missed. Yeah, I had to dig back because you know when he when he mentioned it, I was like, God, I know that name, you know, and then I was and then I went out and I saw his picture, and I was like, Oh yeah, because when we go to games, whatever, you come up and be like. He like wants to give you the lowdown, right? Yeah. right? So right. you know, so you know, because we're gonna do this. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna do highlights of these games. Like, well, you gotta know this, you gotta know this. Just, you know, the, I, in fact, I should have had footnotes right. on some of the highlights. You know what the, I mean? The, the first, the, the, these, the these forever are, intern. Yeah, exactly. Right. These these are uh, these are mayor facts. Yes, so mayor you know, facts. it's all good. You don't have to question <laughs> what I'm saying here, right. even though you can't read it anywhere else. Right, right. You know. So uh, I feel bad that I didn't yeah. do that, but uh, you know, and again, just for the love of of game, yeah, 
right? Yes, I mean, one hundred percent. Right, he was out there just. He was writing for I think Prep uh, Prep Hoops Michigan. Right, but way over. I mean, I don't know. It was. It was. I actually think it was sporadic. Yeah, it was. It was only for a little while, but right. And again, for even so, not you know, not making a living. Off of it for sure, but just. For, for the love, love of game yeah. and and loving always talking about the players who came before yeah. right and what they're doing and always so proud of right I think what's also is um, a little bit shocking about this I think from what I understand it was some some heart issues and you know he's a bigger guy yeah but when I had spoken to him uh, earlier this year he had he had lost forty pounds wow and I said well how did how did you what what, yeah, what was the secret? the secret he's like I stopped eating pizza. <laughs> and it, it, so it looked like maybe he, you know, in terms right. of his health, he, he was, was turning getting, the corner. He, he was, he was turning yeah, the corner. Yeah, thirty-seven, and, man. And then that's, you hear this, yeah, and that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow, wow. All right, well, we'll dedicate this show to him then, no yeah, doubt no. about it. And uh, I'm sure that the uh, mayor will be missed. Yes, exactly. And uh, obviously, his contributions uh, go far beyond just this room. You know, and impacts, obviously, from what you've seen. And, again, the social media response and everything. That's right. awesome. Yeah. You know? And, uh, again, you know, um, there's a lot of guys, you know, like Adam, you know, who yeah. – you guys. The basketball junkies. You know, and, yeah. and you, TJ, like we first – exactly, the junkies, you know, just or everything, you know, and, and everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you hey, know, the hey, frequent flyers hey, hey, or the frequent miles. Yep. And it's like you could rack it up, right, just what you put in in terms of – Miles, man, it'd be insane. Right. <laughs> I mean, no, no, it, no, it, no, that's no, all I can say. I mean, like you talked about earlier, you know, with with inner city, with inner cities, uh, uh, gym, gym and knowing and knowing him. where yeah. to go, you know what, you know what entrances, and yeah. you know, it's like if you go to Detroit Pershing, you know, you try to go through the front door, you're never getting in, <laughs> right. you know. I mean, you've got to go through door number thirteen or door number door number ten if right. you get there early enough. Right. And I think that that's one of the things where. You know, just being around in gyms and just the little nuances about it, about how everything is wound up going on. Oh, you can't walk, right. can't go in that entrance right there. You know, th- you know, you got to go upstairs because AD doesn't want any uh, uh, street shoes on the on the court. Right, right. Trent you know? Loyola yeah, plays yeah, yeah. in a church. Oh my God! Yeah. Literally, yeah. they play in, a, in like a, a church going pew. into that attic or whatever yeah. it is uh, to try to uh, like get yourself in a position to watch some when it's like totally overflowed. It's so old school. Even like brother, even brother Rice. You know, brother Rice was on. Oh you know, gosh. my early, my <laughs> early on one side. But I mean, one sided. Yeah, the one sided yeah, team with it. Yeah, but it, but it's, but it, but it's one of those things where it builds, yeah. where where it builds character and yep. it builds. I mean, it's not a, it's not like walking to a Sam's Club or something. The like old that. shrine gym. If you shot a three pointer on either corner, you were out of bounds. Oh my yeah. God! When I, yeah. one of the first <laughs> things I covered was Old Southeastern. When yeah. they, they played on, I don't even know what kind of floor that was. And that was, again, this is right before the new school opened is when it was uh, 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 Brandon Jenkins, mm-hmm. or right? Yeah, yeah Jenkins, Jenkins, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Louisville. Yep. And uh, and uh, Walter Waters, right. you know, ended up going to Pitt, you know, who was uh, an interesting interview. Uh, let's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Not the sharpest tool in the shed, but a great kid. And, and they, yeah. loved, they loved each other, and uh, and it was great. Don't hold me to that because Walter's so much bigger than me. So if you see Walter, it's all good. It's all about being fast yeah, at some point. Yeah, right, absolutely. But Detroit so, Western was that, the same way, where you couldn't take yeah. jumpers from the corner. Oh, my gosh. You know? Didn't, uh, yeah, wasn't it was almost like the, the backboard was up against the wall. Yeah. That's yeah. the kind of it stuff was. that Adam lived for. I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. right. Th- those type when, of When he walked in and he said, mm, smelly socks. Yes. You know? <laughs> very distinct smell. Uh, high school gyms and going to basketball games, it's a very right. distinct odor. Yeah, All I right. love it. I love All it right. though. So we'll end on that note with yeah. the smell of the funk. 
<laughs> yeah, the, and with the funk. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for being here. It's another edition of uh, State Champs Hang Time. We'll see you next week, and we'll get into everything else that's happening in high school hoops. You know, it's going to be crazy, and it's going to change. So yep. uh, make sure you join us each and every week right here uh, on whether you're watching it, whether you're listening to it. We'll be here. We'll see you next week. Yeah.